time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Bunty. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing Sylveon. I was like looking around, I was like, shit, what's it called? Sylveon. We've been playing Sylveon, which is an Oniverse game. There's no business again this week. So, Bunty, it's your turn to read the box. Thank you. Hang on, let me, uh, let me see if I can read it. The grand forest of the Oniverse is in danger! Exclamation mark. The terrifying Ravage and his fire elementals want to burn the forest to dust. Only you can face the heroic task of stopping this unspeakable offence. Build the best defender deck by skillfully. We did not skillfully do anything. <laughs> there was no skillful there. <laughs> Selecting cards from those available, establish the best strategies possible and try to resist the ferocious waves of attacks. Contents, 188 cards, one rule book, one ravage pawn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds <laughs> horrific. What's Feel free the to cut that. It's one to two technique. players, 30 minutes, ages 10 plus. There we go. Definitely not for zero to three year olds. No, not at all. So yeah, the game outline, we've got this grid. It like takes place on a grid and the fire is like advancing from one side of the board. And if it gets across before we put the fire out with water or the help of some friendly woodland creatures, <laughs> <laughs> then it burns the forest and we lose. Yeah, the friendliest woodland creature being the whale <laughs> well yeah. known for frolicking in forests absolutely you've never seen a whale in the forest <laughs> you just don't go to the right forests <laughs> Compliance will be reported. Now, the first thing, obviously, this game comes with a number of different levels. So we played on basic mode, which is just to sort of get you familiar with the concept of the game. So there are more complicated elements like extra creatures, extra powers to add in once we get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which we did not. Are we having fun yet? But yes, so the game basically it's made up of like four parts to your turn. So the first one, so the flame cards, the bad guys decks, they're four stacks along the right hand side of the grid. And so you turn over the top one of those and it will either be just a flame creature, what are they called? Elementals, an elemental flame bastard of various strength from naught to four. Or it'll be one of these special powers. So like there's a blaze card that increases the strength of every flame that's currently on the board or there's like an extra move card so instead of moving one space towards the trees they move two spaces towards the trees lots of flame related bastardry after you've revealed them you move them one space along so they advance and then we get to play like our cards to defend ourselves and there's three different cards there there's the helpful woodland creatures there's trees and there's fountains that we can like put in the way of stuff <laughs> Did you... like? Because that was the only bit. Everything else was pretty prescriptive. You turn over the cards and you move the cards. But that was the part where we got to choose what we were doing. So the idea is to put water fountains in the way so that when fire moves into it, the water puts out the fire. But we didn't do very well, did we? Like, what? <laughs> I feel like there was a moment when we thought we were doing well and then, then we weren't any longer. No. <laughs> um, I, I feel like the box is mocking us with the phrases skillful and strategy. We're not very good. Well, I'm definitely not very good at strategy. <laughs> yes, it, it all happened very quickly. And I think the main reason is that when you get the double move, it affects all four rows. Yes. 
um, if it was just that one row, it would have been much more manageable. This is where I check the rules and make sure I didn't know. I'm sure, I'm sure. I trust you implicitly. Absolutely, come on, when have I ever got rules wrong? Now it says each elemental card on the battlefield. So on the whole, the whole board. Paint spreading as wildfire does. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, so obviously there's fountains of different strengths. Zero, one, two, three, four. Where would you play a zero? Maybe there isn't a zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then why is there a fire that's strength zero? There's what? a tree that's strength zero. Why? Oh yeah. What is the point? Are they just like shitty oh, fodder cards? Points at the end or something. Maybe. So like, yeah. So you have to make sure that there's a stronger fountain in the way of the weaker fire because it's like combat when two things meet it's basically just a whoever's got the highest number wins right so if it's a stronger fountain it'll put out the fire if it's a weaker fountain the fire will destroy it and advance towards your precious precious trees yeah we lost quite a lot of good cards by matching the strength yes because if it's a tie both of them get destroyed and sort of nobody wins well times fun equals progress but I guess well, the animals are the most varied sort of thing, aren't they? So in the beginner mode, we had, what was it, a whale that could move what move a fire like three spaces so you could move it back along its row to keep it further away or you could try and move it up into a different row so it would hit fire hit water sorry but we didn't really use the whales we were just using the whales as disposable currency cards <laughs> whoops those whales do not like being discarded no <laughs> what else was there there was an elephant. elephant yes he could squirt water and just kill any fire. He was very useful. He was useful. Hedgehogs. Narratively, well, okay, I don't know why I'm asking about narratively, because what, <laughs> what the fuck is the whale? And what is it? How is it even in there? <laughs> what does it do? Just roll along the forest floor. <laughs> <laughs> But hedgehogs could discard the top card of one of the enemy stacks. They like just Rushing spiky leaves. <laughs> oh, maybe out of the way kindling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there another one? Oh, the owl. The owl that yes. let you just it like restock, fair, which saved us on the one round. It did. Uh, you can restock three cards into your hand if you play the owl. But you know, all just little bonuses to try and help us. But the way that it's different, you know, like most games, you're used to if you want to use a card, you have to pay a cost for that card except we were paying so if you wanted to play a card I had to pay the cost out of my hand and if I wanted to play a card you had to pay so there was a lot of back and forth sort of like okay I want to play this that's got a strength of three do you have three crappy cards that you're willing to sacrifice and so that led to a lot of team dialogue of like well I really want to keep this card so I don't want to spend it oh but if you don't spend it then I can't play this really good card and it all becomes just a bit of a I quite liked that though because I prefer collaborative games mm. and if you had your cards and you could spend them I'm not sure you would play the same way no and I think that does give it though a good element of us working together because if you were only spending yours and I was only spending mine we wouldn't really be interacting with each other at all oh yeah <laughs> it'd just be like well this is what I've done to stop the fire from burning and then yeah. you do Can what you, you yeah <laughs> you'd be like oh great you let the fire burn ask if there are more players but there aren't any more okay no all of these universe games are only for like one or two players but this one at least does it better some of the others the two player game is exactly the same as one player it's just well player one takes a turn then player two takes a turn at least this had that swap over of currency sort of thing to make it more of a two-player experience 
So I could put this strength four fountain there so that when that fire moves into it, the fire, the water will kill it, right? Okay. We can worry about trees later, right? If we work on killing the fire. So I've got some shitty little one strength fountains that are not gonna kill anything. A shitty little two strength and just a three, three point tree. So we could get rid of the four and bin off one of your yep. small fountains. I could use my four strength and that helps pay with my others. Yeah, but that would leave you bankrupt. Do it, because a four strength is gonna be way more use than those. Don't worry, I get to draw two cards. Yeah. <laughs> How many cards have you got that you are willing to sacrifice? Seems like a really good one. I've got a tree and a weak fountain, two fountain. That would get rid of both of those though. Well, you might as well spend those because they're free. But then I won't be able to pay for anything. Okay, we're getting a little bit fiery. The whale is your most sacrificable one. If you sacrifice your whale, mm -hmm. and I'll use my elephant to burn one of the big threes and then on your turn you put your three here to get rid of the twos. I think we underestimated how useful the whales were going to be. Yeah I was treating the whales like they were disposable currency. Okay. But yeah other than that it was quite quick and simple once you got the hang of it wasn't it? Yeah even I picked it up quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Where was this morning? <laughs> no but like you've played Castellion, haven't you? We played the little castle one. Yes, because all of these games have very similar look and feel about them with this sort of, is, is it cutesy artwork, but some of it's kind of scary looking and so. Yes. I'm not sure how I feel about the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe. Well, should we move on to the frag and then you can uh, talk about the artwork when we get to aesthetic. But we'll start with fun out of five. What do you reckon? Oh, I had fun. I'll go four. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to go for three. I think, I mean, yes, there was an element. It was fun. But those four stages of like gameplay, but two of them are just turnover cards. And do you know what I mean? It's like half yeah. of the turn mechanic, you're not actually doing anything. You're just revealing what a card is sort of thing. Yes. Is that fun or gameplay? But then it, but it made it, I don't know. Okay. God, why are you being so pedantic? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's fair, yeah. But yeah, replayability? Well, the first thing I said when we finished was, I think if we played it again, we might stand a chance. I did say that about the castle one as well, and we did not stand a chance. No. I would be more than happy to play again now. I think, you know, after three goes, that might wane, and then I wouldn't necessarily want to play it again. No. Very quickly. Give, give it a number. It's so, oh, <laughs> an important decision. That's true. These things can't be done lightly. This forest is at stake. Can't <laughs> Rush. Also, there's no, there won't be any significant variation. You know, some games, if you have more players, True. it changes things quite a lot. I'm going to go three. Okay. I was going to go four this time. I was going to swap around. I think it's quick enough and easy enough to set up that you can just go again and just shuffle the cards and away you go and see if you do any better. But it does have that bonus of oh, that incremental, you know, once you get the hang of beginner mode, then you can add in another layer of difficulty, another type of card or whatever. I had overlooked And that. so that does sort of give that potential, at least for a bit at the start, to try it and it would be something new. I think. Go on then, aesthetic. Well, this is, I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's like, it's not quite a cartoon, but it's not quite, not a cartoon. It's very difficult to identify what anything is. Yes, there are lots of, okay, scary universe artwork aside, but there's lots of symbols and numbers and quite a lot of them aren't really clear what you're supposed to do. <laughs> 
No, but I think now we've done it, I know what all the symbols are. But yeah, you had to look up every time we turned something over and was like, oh, what's that? Yeah. I will go, are we including, like there was a cute little thing in the box. I don't know what that's even for. I think he's for a later, there's like a plastic oh, okay. fire token. Three. I was going to go through. Oh, the elephant was cute and the hedgehogs. Yes, mm -hmm. but it did take us, it wasn't an instant. Oh, we yes, that's an elephant. Until you looked it up in the yeah. book. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some angry pig trunk thing. <laughs> a pigophant, that's what we call it. <laughs> and obviously, why is there a whale? Just why? Why is there a whale? <laughs> Could be any other animal. Absolutely. And the owl. That was a scary owl, actually. It looked like a man dressed as an owl <laughs> rather than an actual yeah, owl. Like an, you know, like the wind in the willows, the old washerwoman. Yes. <laughs> Gameplay. Once you explained it, and once we'd done like one round, even I understood that. I'll go, ooh, could I be really generous and go five? No, I'll go four. I was going to go four. And I think comparing it, obviously you can't, I can't help comparing it to other Oniverse games. This is one of the more simpler ones to play. Like we've played, you've played Aerion as well, haven't you? With the airships and the kite and the birds and the girders and the, like there is tons of layers to that. Whereas compared, this is quite simple. Yeah, hence the replayability issue. Yes. So yeah, I think this, I think this is one of my favourite of the Oniverse set. And narratively, it makes more sense. Oh yeah, there's a clear, the fire is spreading and you need to... Yeah, and you can see the fire moving across the board. In fact, I didn't understand how... Like, I understood we were trying to fight the fire back, but I didn't understand how the tree points would add up at the end. Maybe because we didn't get to that. No, so... <laughs> we did not get... Around the edge of, the, of our battlefield, there are these forest cards, and one side is green, yay, the trees are alive, although they don't really look... I mean, what is that? I mean, it's blue so <laughs> and then the other side is bad red burned ashes desolate and so each time a flame gets to the end depending on how strong it is you flip over from the green side to the red side and when all of your forest is gone red and horrid then you lose the game but if you get to if you run out of fire cards then any trees that you've planted that have survived you get to flip them back over from the red to the green so the idea is to restore the forest back to its full verdant glory i suppose at the end of the game game but we got it burnt to death before that happened. Would you win if you run out of fire cards? I think you only win if you have enough trees to make every card green. That's incredibly difficult to do even yeah. if you stop the fire which is impossible and then planted the trees. Yeah. How you calculate how many. And especially as what? One, two, three, four. There's 12 cards, but you start off with six of them already turned to the red side. So your your forest is half burnt before you've even started the game. <laughs> yeah, there's not that much scope, actually. Only six <laughs> six strengths worth of fire you're allowed to let through before you lose. Yeah. But, you know, that's the harsh reality of forest fires. Absolutely. So you haven't got time to waste. Here. No, no, no. Okay, well, that gives it a frag of 14, which is fine. You know, it's in the top that's half. Like a good side. Better than last week. It's better than last Last week, absolutely, it's better than Walk in the Park, which we also played this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Bunty, Bunty's like looking at you, she's like, what? I was like, okay, the only other game, oh no, it's not the only other game, we played Starfighters, but the... <laughs> do you oh, remember yeah. the park? I remember that. <laughs> and the birds? And the... <laughs> in my defence, dear listener, it was before my cup of tea, so. <laughs> oh, that was quite fun. I would have given that a higher score than 13. Wow, there you go. Who played that and gave it a low mark? Oh, that was Mark. Mark said it was a lose. <laughs> I thought that was cute. But yes. Well, Sylveon, was it a win or a lose? Yeah, I did enjoy it. I said oh. definitely a win. There you go. That makes it 109.41 in the favour of the gamers.
obviously. But yeah, there you go. There's not many Onyverse games left. Ooh. Or in fact, maybe we've played all of the ones that I own. There is a new one out called Stellarion, which I think is to do with stars or space. Stella something. And then there's Erbion, which is out of print and it's really impossible to get. But there you go. If you really wanted to punish someone, you would make them do like an Oniverse marathon and just play all of them in a row. <laughs> You're not a fan of Oniverse? No. Just some of them are bizarre. Some of them are really weird. <laughs> and it's like, okay, let's take a game concept like building a castle. Except let's make all the bricks sentient blob creatures. It's like, <laughs> okay. You know, Nautilion, you're piloting a submarine before the enemy ship gets you. But let's make all the crew badgers and weasels and shit. And all oh, the bad guys are skeletons. And the evil thing is a lighthouse, a dark house. Sorry, because it's. A dark house. Yeah. Mm. And Arion. Yeah, we've got to build an airship to escape from what? A kite? An evil kite? <laughs> I feel like there's not enough story involved in this. Yes. <laughs> And I think the the idea is that it's supposed to be like a dream world, but that's not an excuse to just be, let's be as random as we like. <laughs> it might be dream world, but there needs to be some rules. <laughs> yeah, they they had their brainstorming session and they, they didn't refine that process. They just went with whatever they wrote on the first sheet of paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there you go. Well, that's about it, isn't it? I've been Phil. I've been Bunty. And remember, non-relinquum and Arcapeculo, which we are going to do as soon as I hit stop. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. Thanks for listening. I said that already. I'm going to say it again. Thanks for listening. Do you want to say thanks for listening? Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Now it's time when we stop. Good night. Good night.